Welcome. Hey there. First of all, <laughs> deepest, deepest apologies. Right. For no uh, upload last week. This is what a happened. Healthy break. This was yeah. We honestly needed it because I was sick. Yeah, I was sick out of his mind. Like we recorded an episode, but I was way too sick. Like the whole episode is him coughing. So if you Quite want frankly. that, subscribe to the Patreon because it's it's just out coughing. Um, second, we didn't really talk about much. We we talked about like the podcast, but we didn't really get into anything, you know. So. We just want to get, like, sorry we didn't give an update or anything. We're kind of shy when it comes to Instagram. Yeah, I hate <laughs> people knowing me, so. But we did take a little one-week break, but we're back. And yes, if back everything went better. Want you bad as ever. No, no, no. Um, But if everything works out, we do have uh, a two-parter. So there should be one episode. Either Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday. But either way, we'll guys, are going to have two episodes coming up. And um, one might be recorded. So. Yeah, one, one might be on film. So, look out. Look out for it. Look out for it. Um, but, uh, let's get some stuff out the way, first of all. Clap it up. No introduction needed. Y'all already know who's here. I'm a very member of the Black Boys in Motion podcast. Something we love to have. You guys love to have. It's, yeah. It's... it's, it's, it's Hey yeah, that girl. Yeah, that girl. Yeah, I know who's here. <laughs> um, Can we haven't recorded? Well, we've recorded, but it just feels good. I don't know. I like recording. Um, how have this week been? It's been two weeks now, so we got something to talk about. Um, I've been sick constantly. Yeah, you've been literally home. Wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah. You've been home for uh, two weeks. Yes, I have been home. That check about to be flat. It's gonna be no check. They're, they're about to say, I don't even know if I'm gonna get there, and there's gonna be a check. Quite frankly, um, I don't think I have any sick days. Like I think I'm, I'm like. I, Did you tell them? Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Girl, I would have been out of a job. I'm just like whatever, whatever's man. Um. Yeah, I've been homesick. Uh, it's been quite productive, actually. You know. Um. I, I made some changes to my bathroom. You know. Guys, might I say the where we are recording. It is we're the way it's set up. We're gonna have a lot of videos getting um like ready to put out for you guys. So yes. be on the lookout for that. But we did some rearranging. Yeah, Al and Ken have been working hard here. So you know, give them their clap. So yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, we're just making adjustments, and you know, that's that's what I've been doing on my my yeah. sick week. What about you, Ken? What would, how was your week with me? Well, I was with you. <laughs> tell tell <laughs> the podcast how much you like me. Tell them. Tell them. It was great taking care of me. Like, come well, on. considering I, I literally <laughs> drove. Him, I saw him the Monday. Yeah, he went home. Mm. I stood home for a day, then I woke up Tuesday, and then I was like, I have to go bring my car back to the mechanic, literally around the corner from his house. So I was like, okay, so I might as well just come back and visit. I was going to come Wednesday, but instead he was like, drive on Tuesday because it might be dangerous on the road because my car yeah. was fucked up. And it was raining, like yeah. one of those days. So, yeah, so we went Tuesday, we came here Tuesday, and I've been here since literally like two Tuesdays ago. Yeah. How's it feel? Um, good. I'm, I'm used to it. So it's kind of like I'm used to being here. It's like second right. home. Yeah. No, it literally, it's better than being. I mean, home. shit. Like, we go grocery shopping. Yeah. You clean. You know. You stay so here when just, I'm at work. Yeah. It's just like, um, I guess like a pad. Yeah. For a couple that I chill at when you're here and. I respect. Yeah. That. 
Um, but other than that, I think I'm, I've been good. I love your stuff because the school school's been kicking my fucking yeah, ass. Say, it's yeah, middle, it's middle of the year. Yeah, it must be. Finals are coming up. And that tight, you know, situation going through it. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. How was your week? What have you been up to? Oh, um, your weeks. Honestly, guys, I, I'm really like a Capricorn at heart. Like, if I was not an Aquarius, I'd be a Capricorn because the way I work continuously, like, they're like all my um, coworkers, they all be using their sick time. They'd be like taking days off. Mine is untouched. I've been at work every single day since I got hired, no days off. That's not like a flex or anything. I, I need a break, uh, but <laughs> I actually want to take I'm, I'm dying. Yeah, but it's been cool. Um, work is cool. I like money, so it's no problem for me. Very nice. You got a VR too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to talk about my baby. Um, her name is Aki. I got the Oculus Quest too. It has been so much fun, and this is the first weekend I was able to like actually like do it without you know any interruptions that sounds crazy um, other than like you know some petty stuff but i was able to just hop back into the game but it's so fun like i've been sharing it with everybody if you like like immersive gameplay get an oculus because it's fun it keeps you up productive like it really has you move i bro, i got this boxing game Ooh, you guys gotta play, play. i was like physically sweating like i was sweating so much did I will? Not boxing. Yeah. My ass gonna punch the TV. Fighting. My ass gonna punch the TV. I feel oh, it. I feel it. You know, Oculus Quest was really fun. How'd yeah, you guys feel when you guys used it? it? You guys so only, like, you guys got it when I just got it. So you guys only have to play the demo. It of, was like, that game so fun. It, it was so, so fun. I actually bought some I games. Want, I want a new one. Really? I, I want to buy one. Like, it, it's so fun. Yeah, we're gonna get one. I'm so you excited. You guys, uh, should we go mini golfing? Um, we're also getting a cat, guys. Oh. Yeah. We're in the process of finding a cat to adopt. If you yeah. guys um, know any cat dealers, yeah, we're looking for kittens. Yeah, we're looking, we're looking for some kittens. Something, some, uh, if not a kitten, some young cat, maybe one, two. Um, just something I could build a bond with. We want to name them October. Um, and I'm sorry to say, if they come to me with a name, I'm changing their name. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, if it's a kitten, it shouldn't be hard. I'm about to say, I mean, I'm sorry. If, if they come in naming Rufus or something, I'm not. Rufus? I can't work with that. I can't. What I can't. kind of cat are you looking for? Um, Preferably black. Um, But I, I, I want a black cat too. I really want a cat with pretty eyes. <laughs> like, that's all I really care about. Like, it could be any color, any shape. I think all cats have pretty eyes, honestly. Yes, but like, like I, I want something that's really attracting to mm-hmm. me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Just before I buy a Romeo. Okay. Yeah. I think Romeo and October are gonna get along. Well, they got no choice. So, quite frankly, it's it's either I can't once, wait for it's either everyone stays or everybody goes. I yeah. can't wait for you all to be uh, cat owners. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait to just have a new thing, something to keep I'm me dead. alive. You know, I wanna I wanna be at work and be like, then I come back and I see October. I'm like, well, oh. speaking into you know getting a new life, that is very life changing, which is. Our topic of today's episode, it's about things that impacted our lives or that can impact your life in severe ways and like, you know, the butterfly effect and so on and so forth. But um, my, my manager, I remember when I first got hired, she was in the process of getting a kitten and she was like looking and telling us, like, I know so many cat owners and they'd be like, I don't know, I didn't know if my cat was a boy or girl until, like, somebody either told me or uh, just after. So I feel like, yeah, I might run into that, but, I don't know. care. October's the unisex thing. Yeah, it really is. 
But she was just saying like how she just like a week off of work. First of all, she took a week off and was there with the cat. Her name, her cat's name is Lady. Oh. Yeah, I know. And um, she's so cute. Shout out Eileen. Hey Eileen. Yeah. Um, what have you guys experienced that was life changing? I have one that I start know us off. tops up every time. Start start us off. My life changing event was when I crashed my first car. Ah. Oh. R.I.P. Lexi. Because Lexi was uh, like, it was like everybody's aunt. Like, yes, everyone loved Lexi. Like everyone Lexi loved and Lexi. Lexi was a vibe, Lexi. even though she was clunky and and just bananas. Like she, she was, she that drove was smooth. She was just nice to everyone. Uh, uh, uh. Lexi, Lexi was my Lexus IS two um fifty year two thousand six, and. She was just so great to me. That was my first car. And my dumb ass, Young and Reckless. I, yeah, love my first car. Young and Reckless. Um, just did some fuck shit and went out when I really wasn't supposed to. And then ended up wrong place, wrong time. Crashed my car. Uh, and then lied to your mom. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, guys, I, was a, like, uh, I wasn't a bad liar, but I lied a lot like about dumb shit. And honestly, that changed, like, my whole perspective. Because, like, what if I died? Like, my mom wouldn't right. have found out where I was until, like, maybe, like, hours later or, like, some shit. And she would have been calling me, da-da-da. Girl. And, like, I really did. And, guys, the crash was, like, I'm going to post it as a pic for the, um, for the thing on Instagram. But it wasn't, like, some light shit. Like, I, I went down a little hill on this highway hit the guardrail, like, slammed into the guardrail, and I was with somebody else. So, through the whole time, I'm just like, bro, I have somebody else's life, like, in danger. I just did some fuck shit. I just crashed my whip. Like, now I gotta quit my job because I'm a delivery driver at that. So, like, every... And I just had dropped my rugby stuff, and all the money that I got from that, I literally had to use to get my car, like, out of the impound and then do the thing. That is so sad. So, and yeah, and then I had to freaking babysit for so long. Yeah. So um, weird summer. Yeah, so I could get all that money back to get everybody's stuff, and that really like me crashing my car. It stopped a lot of things. Like, I didn't notice how reliable it was to me. Like, I was I was doing everything in my car. Like, I was doing reads in my car. I was driving people places in my car. I was working in my car. I was picking up clothes in my car for my brand. And once that happened, like, it all stopped. Like, my life literally, like, it took a, a complete pause. And there was nothing I could do. And then it was, like, towards, it was, like, end middle of corona. So, like, it wasn't, well, places were starting to open up, but I had no car now. So, I it was just a whole year of me being inside, thinking, like, you know, just gaining knowledge and taking time to myself. And it really changed my life in that way because I got to know myself better and things that I like to do. And, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I've just become different since I crashed my car. I feel like it taught me to be a new person. Like, you know how people take an LSD and they be like, I'm a whole new... <laughs> I had a ego death. No, bro. <laughs> my car, like, you can't have an ego death, I don't think. But I think my car definitely killed a part of me that was bad. Like, it killed a toxic part of me. That's crazy. And that's what I took out of it. But, you know, you got to take a loss to gain. 
It is something about a lost there is the game. That car is like a that car was a toxic energy. You I mean so? it was I do think so. A lot of weird things happened in that car. A lot of freaky things. Something yeah, nice, I know. Yeah, but yeah. no, Lexi. Lexi was great to me, but I, it it helped me when I crashed. Yeah, Lexi way. was also good to me. I love driving Lexi. Lexi was so fast, and I was always scared, but it was okay. She's still that girl. Um, I'm just so sad. I have to buy another one. Yes, I want. Oh well, that's the thing. I, I I'm currently in the process of getting a new car right now, which is very 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 soon. So I'm so excited. I could like. I could unpause the game. I could resume mm-hmm. my life, but my life has been going. Bring like, back to talk. I've had I've had plenty of things. Like I feel like me crashing my car like made me see a lot of things because even when I had my car, I wasn't doing my own deliveries. Like Alex was helping me with my deliveries, so I wouldn't have met Nayeli because he would have just dropped the bag off. Like I wouldn't have um, done certain things, met certain people, got to certain places. And honestly, if I if I still had my car, I probably wouldn't have been working at Coach, which is a great job, honestly. So there's a lot of things I got out of it. But yeah, that's my experience with my car. It that changed my life a lot. Um, a life changing experience for me was definitely going to Morgan. Really? Yeah, because here's the thing: I'm gonna be completely open and honest <clears throat> with the podcast. Um, I didn't choose Morgan because I really wanted to go to it. It's because I felt like. I literally chose to go to Morgan on the day of, um, like, the day we had to choose to which college to go to. Mm. I literally only chose it because I just needed to choose somewhere. Because I just, I don't know, I didn't want to stay here. And I couldn't go to the school I really wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. So It was like, it was that or like... It was that or feel like I'm not going to accomplish anything here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know what was crazy? That was like what me, because everybody was like, sorry to interrupt, but everybody was like, picking their school and all that shit. And definitely something was life changing for me was like not putting in the effort in high school to go to college, but continue. Um, yeah, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do when I, at that moment I was really like scared. So I just made it, I feel like it was very impulsive. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember like just telling everyone I wasn't gonna go to Morgan and then I was yeah. just like, I'm, I'm gonna go because like I, I just, that that's it, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I went, it actually was life-changing because I, I don't regret it. Yeah. Like, um, I'm a completely different person um, than I was when I went there. And I remember being so scared to go because I knew no one. Like, I had no one from where I lived, no one that I knew that I was going there from any anywhere. Like, I just knew I was going to be by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was very scared because I, I'm not a very social person. Like, I don't really reach out like I'm not the type of person to see you in class but let's be friends so I just right. like was like dang I just hope I I have a, a good enough relationship with my roommate where like yeah. we can be some type of friends um but it actually turned out to be one of the best experiences of my life and I'm pretty sure if COVID didn't happen I would still be at Morgan mm-hmm. um but I actually loved it I I grown as a person being at Morgan um and it was kind of like a culture shock because I've always been to school with like black people but it wasn't mostly black, it was like mm-hmm. Spanish and it has occasional white people or like, you know, it was never purely black people learning about purely black things. Like it was it was just like so different, but so like exciting because it was really like it's, going to never school. learned that before. Yeah, like, like it's they literally going that. to school with someone like me. Like it wasn't, it was catered to me and mm-hmm. the group of people I'm around, you mm-hmm. know, it, it was really, it was really exciting and it, and it helped me grow so much as a person. 
because even though like it's cliche and stuff to say like the professors were very motivational and like everyone at Morgan like a lot of people would say like um if you have Morgan State on your resume you're less likely to get a job but it's just having that HBCU experience it's not about getting a job or like having the certain credentials to just having that pride of being able to say you went to school with all black people when mm-hmm. you experienced that mm-hmm. and it, it, I just made wonderful friends and I got new music taste and new style and mm-hmm. sense of myself and it, it was great it was and you know so what that's what's up because I bet when you were there you had to spend a lot of time by yourself because yes, yes. Uh, like other than you like not knowing anybody you were still, like, you know, not knowing anybody. Yes, like, so. I, I had no, like, and that was my first time actually being away from home. Like, mm-hmm. really far away. Like, I've never been. You can just take the yeah, bus home. Yeah, like, I've never been, like, i usually been, like, far enough where, like, I can take an Uber or there's a bus or somebody's close enough taking, but I've never been anywhere where, like, any, like, you can't really reach me unless you called. Like, it's. Just it, a phone call. Like yes, that's it. and um, I had my sister, but, of course, she was a senior, you know, I'm a freshman. She can't baby me, you know, I'm going to have to do stuff on my own. Right. Um, and I was alone for a very long time. Like the first month, I'm pretty sure I, I had no friends. Um, and I, I, I only really talked to my roommates, and my roommates didn't really talk to me mm-hmm. in the beginning too because I took somebody's spot. But you know, <laughs> they was mad. Yeah, did, they, did the person that you um, you took their spot? Did they room like in the, just the dorms? Um, no. What actually happened was the person I wanted to dorm with them was on the football team, so all the football team had oh, to be in yeah. one dorm. Um, but they, but he ended up quitting the football team just to go room with them. But I already took the spot by then, so then it was like you ruined this man's whole NFL career. Um, but it wasn't intentional. But it is like, like I, it wasn't intentional because I honestly did. I the only reason I chose that dorm is because I didn't want a communal bathroom. Okay, but I ended up still sharing a bathroom with six oh, well, other men. Yeah. But you know, it just wasn't as open. Like you know, we it wasn't like we all were taking showers. It was like two people at the same mm-hmm. time. It was like okay, going back to you the all door. have respect. You were yeah. like, oh, somebody's in there. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna go in. Yeah. You know, even though there wasn't a shower, it wasn't mm-hmm. like we we're gonna go in. I respect um, the decision. Yeah, and it was so fun. After a while, once you once I started to get to know my roommates, like they yep. really they actually changed me a lot too. All my roommates, they all had different personalities. Yeah, and, um, I was about to say it's not like and you didn't even have just one roommate. Like, you yeah, had I had six. six. I had six roommates, and um, they all had different like personalities and different experiences that were like really fun because like they're all black, but like most of them were like super rich, mm. and it was just like damn, it's good to see black people wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd never been around as many wealthy black people, you know, it's like, wow, shit, mm-hmm. good for y'all. And then, yeah, they, they have really fun lives that I'm a little jealous of, but, you know. <laughs> That's crazy. They did show me a lot, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. You got any life-changing experiences, Ken? I have a couple. Like, I don't know how to go down the line. <laughs> <laughs> My life is literally like a movie. <laughs> literally a, a movie. Cinemax. Um, no. Whatever you Where do I start? <laughs> Where do I start? There's a trip to Canada. <laughs> a trip to Canada in seventh grade. That was really fun. It was for a science Olympiad. Um, that was really a privilege because I got to like compete with other kids in the country. Mm-hmm. Like all around the country, like kids from California, kids from Florida, all these like other technical schools for science. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the, originally the field that I was gonna go in into like really? some type of um, like mechanics or something. Like yeah, I was, I wanted to be an engineer. I didn't know what type of engineer I wanted to be. 
Um, she was engineer. So making some oh, making some lit shit. You should you should look into furniture. Like I don't know. I could see you making some sick ass furniture pieces. Like just even like sketching them out. Yeah. So yeah, like they taught me like basic coding in seventh grade, which is insane because that's like two thousand twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. No, I'm lying. No, I'm fibbing. It's earlier. But, you know, the zeros and ones. Mm, um, zeros and ones, yeah. Taught us how to, like, put a computer together from scratch. That's like, what's a fucking up. tower. That's right, cool. That's so that school was actually crazy. And it was actually, like, uh, I was. it was a privilege to go there. Out of my, like, friends that I've had in that school went mm. on to go to Ivy Leagues. That's, Cornell, yeah. I was about to say, that's, that's like a banana. Which is insane. Situation. Like, that's really insane. Mm. I'm kind of mad that I transferred out. Like, I'm really mad. I think that's one thing I really regret in life. Because I had a good group of friends, it was stable, I had a community, like, basically, like, people wanted to support me. And there was Mm -hmm. expectations and standards, but I knew, I knew if I stood in that environment, I would have been disciplined enough to deal with it. And I feel like at a place like that, there is no room for judgment because all those people there are, already would be judged for, you know, basic engineering, like, things people say, like, computer geek or some shit like that. So I feel like everybody there... It's already a welcoming community because everyone knows how it feels to be um Well like there was it was basically like a preparatory school. Like mm. it was kind of like a chart it was a charter school, but it was like a preparatory school. It was privatized. We had to wear uniforms every day, badges, school bus, all that and shit. Love um It's giving me the grassy vibes. It was like and it was cute. Like I saw people who stood on my block. Like I had a couple friends who literally lived down the block from me and we used to walk from the bus to back home mm. and like play basketball. It was fun. That was a time in my life that I could say I really enjoyed life and I had a good transition. And then with my dad, that was a really rough period in my life. I would say that's kind of life changing because it was the first time I like was around white people, like all white people. Mm. Well, not all white people, but like majority white people. I never lived in a suburb either, so that was kind of weird. Imagine. So yeah, um, that was kind of like a culture shock situation. Um, I knew live with them for like six months. Um, I gotta get into that. I don't need y'all know my business. <laughs> um, and then I went to a public high school in my town, which was kind of crazy too because I haven't been in public school in like yeah, I was like going from years. that to that is yeah. so that was kind of crazy. Um, then college. I think college was uh different experience for me for many many reasons one okay so for my first year of college like i was in a program a uof program so it was like for underfunded kids they get to go in the summer to study first and like basically you're awarded entry into getting a scholarship into the program and then yeah they pay for school so i was in the uof program so i did a summer program with a whole bunch of other like kids from all over new jersey who like needed funding um and we started like the senior dorms it was really fun i had a couple friends I, I had a couple friends that i knew from high school but they were like older than me mm. so they're like the the camp directors and stuff. yeah oh, okay that's what's up so yeah that was fun i think that was the first time i ever like tried to engage with people by myself mm-hmm. well i did that in high school because i didn't know anyone either but like i guess like developing my own style of talking i guess because mm-hmm. i don't know i was kind of robotic in high school i didn't have like a set personality i was just there mm-hmm. you know what i mean um 
Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. But, no, you, you, um, that school, the school like, I go to now is also, like, it's a PWI, a predominantly white institution. So, I think I, at first I had trouble trying to get into, like, bonding with people or trying to create friendships, even mm-hmm. though there were people who lived at me on, like, camp, on campus. Those were my friends first. So, that's, those were the people I went to most of the time. And at first, my roommates felt some type of way about it because I, I lived with three white guys and then a Puerto Rican kid like me. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like weird because I didn't know nobody and we were just like there. And I met like my first two roommates when I moved in, but then the other two came. So it was like five of us in one dorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five of us in one dorm. And yeah, it was cool. Um, rooming with a white man is really weird. Why is that? Because I don't know. It's just like waking up to him listening to the Beatles and clipping his toenails. Is that how they act? Hold on, guys. We're going to take a quick little break and we're back. And I don't know. No shade to white people, but like some of y'all are just really unhygienic and it's mm. gross. Like it's really nasty. Get into it because it's not it. Um. Yeah, eventually I got like closer to everybody so I can get to like part and get into parties and shit because they were like athletes. I was like trying to see what it was there. Um, it wasn't shit. Frat parties are shit. They're like boring. There's just a whole bunch of drunk white people singing white songs. It never really gave. <clears throat> never at all. Um, especially for the admission fee. Could never. Never How much paid. Did I never fucking all? paid. You think that I'm gonna pay twenty to get in, in the, the club? club. No, literally. <laughs> so I don't watch TikTok. <laughs> um, I, honestly, I I was always jealous of like because for some reason, like ever since a young age, I knew like I would never dorm. Like I don't know. I never like. Did you guys feel like when you were younger that you were gonna go to college and like be I, there? I always had a feeling I was gonna yeah. be there. Really? Dorm yeah. Because I I always had um since I always hated being in my house. I always wanted to be away from that. And yes, you know what's crazy? 100%. And that I was always... the only way out for me. Like I feel like that was the only way. Like I, I can be away long enough and have an excuse exactly. is to go to college and go to be college and be my own person yeah because otherwise I would, my life would be my parents all the time yeah i've yeah. always had like the feel not, not, I, honestly i don't know i feel like i've never seen myself in college like i feel like young trey never looked and was like oh yeah i'm gonna be dormant because like even when i was younger i remember in eighth grade we had to do a presentation on schools and I did mine on this one in Maryland. I think it's called Marymouth or some shit like that. And I just, like, um, did it. And I was doing my research about the school. But even then, like, I still, like, wasn't doing enough research, like, SAT scores. Or, like, I didn't know what any of that shit was until high school. So it was, like, I don't know. But I've always been jealous of the um, college whole thing because I've always wanted to go to college and just, like, not even for school, just, just to live party. in the dorm and go to the parties and see if it's really what it's all about. But I've never had that experience. So I will say, um, not all Morgan parties were fun, but if you caught a good one, it was really fucking really? good. They had their rages. Yeah, and um, homecoming, chef kiss. Like, we had the last best homecoming ever. Like, when I tell you we were all in a whole school building smoking, drinking, niggas yeah, dancing yeah, I was on the crazy. ledges. Like, it... 
It was bananas. I remember like, you sent me that one clip. It, it was like three stories high at the top. I'm yeah, like, it, it, what is it was banana. Like I remember calling people drunk high. Yeah, you called stupid. me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> drunk high stupid. Like just like you need to make a shirt yeah. like that. Drunk Twerking, high stupid. Just, uh, just it was it was just so fun and there was just so many people and like it was just so inviting and mm-hmm. yeah I had such a good time in college. Yeah. I, I don't regret it. That's one thing I think I regret is not going to an HBCU or not applying to more. Because yeah. I, I applied to like Howard, but I didn't get in. Howard, you? I hate that. And then... <laughs> Sorry, Howard, but I hate that. <laughs> I, hell, I really do. Hell is hot. <laughs> don't chew me up. Hell is I didn't hot. even go to college. That's Y'all can eat me up right there. I didn't even. I know. I did. Up, I did go to school, but y'all get into Howard. You. So y'all could have it. Tear him up, y'all. For yeah, real. yeah, I got it. Um, you um, know, college was very. I I wish that I got that life experience, but I mean, I still can. I'm, I'm talking like I'm fifty, but uh, yeah, even you if you're fifty, be, you yeah. still can. But you know, I honestly don't like. You've seen the movies. I don't see myself now, like even or in the future, like applying to another. Like, cause I'm already in community college, I don't see myself really applying to another school and mm. dorming there and paying those fees unless it's like uh art school that i want to go to and even then it'd still be in jersey and i mm-hmm. just drive there mm-hmm. because you know yeah uh, some small like life change decisions for like me personally um it's like so small and minor convenient but like maybe choosing um dance over the violin <laughs> really yes imagine that, if you were a violin kid you would have been a whole I different like i, I would be you know how there's person. like band kids dance yeah. kids like you would have been yeah a i would category. I, yeah i would have been very different um i was very good at the violin and i loved it like someone even say a prodigy but <laughs> like but like i at first i, I remember i remember um <laughs> like my this one teacher like the my one um music teacher and like from like first to sixth grade like he like we were besties like i was al he was al like we oh okay not double al yeah we were always bonding you know um and then i remember like this one lady came in trying to teach um she was just like oh this year you guys are gonna choose an instrument or whatever and i was like okay shit i'm about to do the saxophone i'm ready for this shit (laughs) you're about to jazz it up yeah i'm like shit i'm about to hit that saxophone i'm about to be a little saxophone yeah i'm about to hit that so then I'm like talking to Al about it. I'm like, so no. I didn't want to play the saxophone. I didn't call him that, but you know, yeah. I was just Mr. like, you know, yeah, I was just like, you know, so what should we do? And he was like, oh, the saxophone. They ate you up. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, he's like, you don't want to, you don't want her as your teacher. I teach a violin, so you should, you should play the violin. I'm like, well, you know what? I should. And then I turned out to be really, really good at it. And then I was like, dang, like my mom hated it though. Like, mm. I don't know. I would, but I would just practice in my room. And she'd just be like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my gosh. I would, I would love to hear and classical violin. And I, was, I kept going. Um, but, yeah, I was really good at it. And then when I um, went to a different middle school, they told me that they didn't have violin. I was like, that's great. Then I did dance. And then oh. when I got to high school, they told me that uh, Jeff didn't have um, violin. Mm. They had dance. But mm. then... Um, What's that, what's that thing called? Um, next to us. Uh, FJC. Oh, yeah, FJC. They did have violin, so I had mm-hmm. to make a choice between going to FJC and Jeff. I chose Jeff. I respect it. But sometimes I wish, what if I what if I did choose violin? Cause you would have been like that girl. I'm not going to say her name, but you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not too late. I can still take violin lessons or yeah, you know, do whatever. It's never but, too late. You know, yeah, I really enjoyed the violin sometimes. That, that was kind of life-changing for me because, mm-hmm. you know, 
what if I wasn't a dancer? What if I was a classic violinist? What if I, what if we weren't friends because I chose to do violin? That yeah. wasn't in musicals and whatnot. Something small um, that has like changed my life has honestly. I mean, I've I've never been bad at talking to people. Like I I um, can never say that I've had social anxiety, but. Um, I don't talk to anybody. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, I, I have no problem talking to people, but that's only if I'm introduced or, like, something like that. I never want to just appear as the creepy guy that's just... Unless you're drunk. That's when you're off. very social. Yeah, no, but that's when it counts. That's, that's when you're <laughs> very, very social. You're, you're talking to a girl that two blocks away. You're like, hey. If they're willing to listen. And and they do. Hey. And they're like, hey. But um, in, in college, I... I did not talk, well, I can't say I didn't talk to anybody, but I only talked to people that I knew from, like, you know, school that I went to. But let's say I did go to somewhere where um, I was, like, far as hell and I didn't know anybody. I would, I would just think, like, what would I do? Like, how how would I even socialize mm-hmm. with people? Like, now that I've been working at, like, retail jobs, I just, oh, like, because it's easy. It's like, oh, hey, like, how long have you been working here? Oh, da-da-da. How was your weekend? Da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I feel like that's been very big. I've never been the person to go up to somebody else and introduce myself unless, like, they're a friend of a friend. Or, like, a friend of a friend of a friend. But I've, I've like, a fresh face, I don't know, too shy. Or maybe that's my social anxiety. I don't know. I just can't do um, it. I feel, like every, I feel like everything's a life-changing decision. Mm-hmm. Like, um, even, like, even choosing to be with Ken, you know? Like, that was life-changing because... Like I, I wouldn't have a lot of experiences. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a coffee table. In mm-hmm. front of them, you know what I mean? Like exactly. That's life changing. Life changing. Being your friend, you know. It's like what if what if we didn't choose to talk about that topic that we're not gonna say right now, but what if we what if we didn't choose to talk about that topic and we never became friends? Right. What if you never uh, hit me up on cake when I was in the right. hospital? Right. What if I what if I just let you die in the hospital? Who knows? Maybe that text would like helped you survive. You know, we never know. That's um something I want to talk about in the next part. That it's just some questions I got in the doc. But um, have you had anything like peckish that was life changing or just something that even changed your routine that like is healthy that you got into? Um. A good question. When did you start drawing? Did that change your life? I started drawing really young, like really, really young. Like, um, I remember being in like third grade, and other people would pass me their paper and like do the whatever thing for art, mm-hmm. and I'd do it because I'd like drawing. Um, yeah, I was just I've always been like in to art, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a thing in my life that was prioritized because I knew it wasn't a realistic goal in my life for sustainable money like mm-hmm. things you know what I mean because like from a really young age I realized I was poor yeah that's that's really sad I was just gonna say like just and knowing act, and life changing yeah like yourself. knowing like you can't really achieve your dream because you have to pick a dream where there's enough money to mm-hmm. support yourself because you know how hard it is mm-hmm. right now that your parent is trying to support you mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of sad like from yeah no like from a really young age I realized I was poor it wasn't like, I wasn't like, don't get it fucked up, like I wasn't like starving and shit when I was like really young. I went through those things later on in life, like homelessness and stuff, but at 
I would say around those ages, I realized I was that we were doing okay for what we were doing, mm. which I'm not going to say on this podcast, but mm. um, yeah, and that if I wanted to do something that was realistic in mm. real life and not um, participate in shit that I don't want to participate right. in, um, I would have to pick something that pays the fucking bills. Mm-hmm. Right. I, really young, like I really, I made this decision around like nine. Um, but I also had other passions. I, I, I auditioned for a like, casting place when I was really young, mm-hmm. like acting. So that was fun. Hey, you just say. Yeah. Um, I always think of that when it comes to like auditions because the, the commercial that we'll play when we were younger said you could audition. You want to be Disney. on Hey Jesse? Yeah. No, yeah, I, I auditioned for that cast. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Man. Well, I, I was going to, and then. Everything got fucked up. So, yeah. Yeah, no, um, when I was younger, like, I I just, from what you were saying, that I was, like, I didn't know, I wouldn't say poor, like, but I didn't, like, I never, like, it crossed my mind that my mom was struggling or anything like that. And that's because, like, she was just holding it down. Like, there would be times, like, there was, like, one time or two times where like we were like homeless but i didn't know because we were like staying like at a house so it's like we weren't just you know outside chilling mm-hmm. but it was like you know still like we didn't have a home like us right, personally like, yeah and i think that teach to me that people care because like those people didn't have to do that like they could have been like no you and like because it's my mom mm-hmm. me and my sister like, it was just me her and Damani at the time. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, three people, like, somebody could have just been like, no, no, like, that's too much, like, da-da-da. But my friend, like, he, he literally lives um two down, fucking two houses down from here, three houses down. He, um, I lived with him for literally, like, a, a month or something. And then I just, like, think how... They really could have said no. Like yeah, they really could have been like, you my know, grandma, fuck you guys. My grandmother is that type of person. Like I, yeah, I remember like, from a very young age, like a lot of people would uh, just like sleep over at my grandma's house. It's mm-hmm. not like I mean, it's not like we we didn't have a lot of space, but it's not like we had a whole bunch a- of space. Exactly. But it was like you know, she was always the type of person that if anyone was in need, like she tried her best to help. Mm-hmm. And I, I look and up to her because that's something she passed down. I to feel me. like that that's what shapes people from our area is that we learn that. Not everybody has the best situation, and nobody knows your situation. So right. you can't really talk in other people's situations, yeah. and people can't talk in yours. And it's just a be mutual kind. respect. Honestly, yeah. it's just like just be kind. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't take a lot just mm-hmm. to be kind. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one thing that I like inherited from my mom and my grandma too. Even though like I have issues with my family and it's questionable, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the generosity. Like my grandma started a whole foundation in my city. Mm-hmm. to help Hispanic and um, black women and people of color in our community to get food and help and shelter and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she ran campaigns and stuff. So, like, I feel like that inspired me to, like, even go the lawyer route. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I'm studying law and I want to make a difference in the community. I don't know necessarily my community because I know the changes that I can make my community now are not as substantial mm-hmm. as I can make them now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, maybe, yeah. Right. Um, I really want to help my roots, like Puerto Rico, like my island and stuff, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's really important. I feel like my people are disenfranchised. 
um, and just consistently getting ignored and neglected from the U.S. government, even though we're property mm-hmm. instead of our own independent island. And I think that's important to talk about and want to advocate for. Um, but yeah. And speaking on like giving back, I just want to give a shout out to Silk City Fridge. I don't know if you guys heard of them, but it's this thing in Patterson. And it's like it's just a fridge for mm. any, anybody. Yeah, yeah so like they stock it. People always donate to stock it. And then anybody who's, you know, can't afford it at the moment can go pick something up from the fridge. And I just think that's sick because like, not, not many people do that. Like yeah, people not- say they want to stop the homeless problem and... They want to do this and they want to do that, but yeah. nobody is like really steps up. Like that's how like as simple as that. Like I'm I'm pretty sure no billionaire is like, oh yeah, let me go put this fridge in Patterson. Like this is just a community of people who are like, yeah. let's get a fridge together, put it here, and people respect it. It's not like people go raid the fridge or something like that. It's just you know it's there for people that need it, and there's that's also, so respectable. There's also Ava's um, shelter and pantry, mm-hmm. pantry. Um, there's a whole bunch of resources in Madison that I think help underprivileged people. I feel like everywhere should, needs mm-hmm. to like have, have something those, like that. Yeah, and we should start and it. Homelessness is everywhere, mm-hmm. no matter, it, and it comes in so many forms. Like you can see someone and you don't even think they're homeless, but in reality, they have nowhere to go. I also go. think like even though we have these things and it's really good, we need to make advancements on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, cause because there is some when, limitations. As somebody who's been like homeless, like going to a shelter was shitty. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to do it. I never, I, I didn't. Like, I refused to. Like you said, I, I was, like, homeless, but I I, didn't, yeah. I had a place to stay. I had a roof over my head, but mm-hmm. I had no home. Yeah. Like, I, I, there was no, like, I, there was no place like, yeah. where I was putting my stuff down. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that we need to make advancements in those programs and stuff because, shit, we all go through it. Yeah. Especially underprivileged black kids. Like, mm-hmm. th- that's our reality. So... Yeah, very life changing, <coughs> life changing thing. Any anything can really change your life, like really anything. Crazy, yeah, guys. We're gonna wrap part one up. What should we call this? Uh, give me head. <laughs> give me head. Give me head. Name it. Give me head. Give me head. Vibe. Welcome. <laughs> To Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> While your dreams will be fulfilled. <laughs> All right, guys. This has oh. been Black Boys in Motion. Oh, oh we got to do um, uh, quotes. Quotes. <coughs> yeah, quotes or just uh, album or movie recommendation. Hey, Album or movie recommendation. Yeah. Um, movie recommendation. Or yeah, I was gonna say movie recommendation. Um, Moonlight. I'm literally stealing your phone. Yeah. Emergency intercom. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. I love the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Shout out yeah. Inya and Andrew. You they are really are good. Fucking great. But I'm literally stealing the media. Like we do quotes, but now it's media. And now it's whatever. <laughs> um, I would say uh, recommendation Avatar. Um, a lot of people okay. watched it, but you know, um, this is my first time actually really watching it. So you know, you just like watch it? it again. Yeah. yeah. You know, just watch it again if you want. Yes, very nostalgic. Yeah, it just brings you back. Mm-hmm. And it was raining yesterday, and yeah. it just felt nice. Perfect, it just felt, yeah. yeah, it just felt nice. That's good. Mm. Um, yeah, like I said, media. Oh well, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not coming out. Copy. Um, movie Moonlight. Spotlight. 
song. I think I said the same song that I want to say right now, so I'm not going to say that song. Um, Jukebug. <laughs> the Adventure Time. Yeah. And what else? It's a movie song show. What have we watched recently? Oh, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Jocelyn. Oh, what recommended. Please, like, just download it for a day. Literally. A day. Like, it's, it's, it's a subscription. Like, it's on Zeus. Yes. But it is so. Can we watch it after this? It's so good. good. It's, no, no, no. It's still it's there until <gasps> December. December. You're right. It, it's so, when I say, right. listen to me. It's so yeah, good. Right. It's good. so good. Because it's just so. It's, it's bizarre to see this side of people. Because, like. You I don't know about everybody. Yeah, it, 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 it's, but like, I don't know about everyone, but, like, I always just wanted to know, like, why some people strip. Like, you know, like, some people don't do it because they have to. Some people just like, yeah, well, I'm a dancer, and this is how I express myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just bizarre. Like, they are bananas. Like, gutta, when, gutta uh, trash, garbage. <laughs> like, it's, it is crazy what I they define as, like... It. Garbage and trash because mm-hmm. they they are equally garbage. Garbage like, and trash. Like everyone there, I'm gonna just say everyone mm-hmm. there is not a good person. Mm-hmm. But everybody keeps telling everyone else you that are a terrible, terrible person. People. Like yeah. you are a terrible person. I cannot believe you would do that to me. But then would turn around and do it. So it's especially those. Well, it's child, mm, get into it's it. so good. I can't get wait for season three. It. I can't wait. It's so I'm good. Screaming. Oh, it gets you together. That reunion what? was a fucking mess. Oh, oh, the reunion was a oh. a fucking. It was literally like they ate. a clown show. Anyway, yeah. anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, Trey got to give his recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, I'm about to go oh. into a whole other. Yeah, like, because Justin's giving me that's just a best um, recommendation. My media bump anything Jaden Smith. I've been um, bumping Sire for a couple days. Um, listen to Emergency Intercom podcast. That podcast yes. is sick. Yeah, I Wait, listen I to it at work. What's up? Because they mentioned something in the recent podcast. Do you think normal people listen to albums or songs individually? I think um, as of I would I would agree because remember we watched it together. I would agree when I was younger I didn't listen to albums because we didn't yeah. have like the like outlet. We didn't have Apple Music. Like we either had to have like That's parents was, had to have the CD yeah. or we heard it on the radio. That's what I was agreeing with with Enya. We yeah. like I didn't have. Freaking the whatever album was out, like I had to either go yeah. on YouTube but or. Now, but I also kind of disagree because I think I don't know because I had my uncles and stuff like had the stuff to burn CDs and like, mm-hmm. like download music illegally and like. Uh, burn it oh yeah, my, and I, I, I would do that myself. Three and stuff. So like I had variety. I didn't mm-hmm. have to listen to a song. If I heard a song mm-hmm. on the radio, I'd be like, ooh. Okay, yeah, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's how I because I re- like I just started getting into music around. I had to be eighth grade or freshman year of high school was when I yeah. really found out what I like to listen to. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's because when I was younger, it would just be like shit that was bullshit that was on the radio. That's right? true. I wouldn't be listening to anything But really. even when I got in high school, I was I, I, uh, I didn't feel like I knew what I liked until I got to Morgan. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in high school, I was just listening to whatever was around me. Yeah. Because like, everybody liked something different. I was just like, oh, this is cool, I guess. But yeah. like, it, but. It's, I definitely listened to individual songs more, mm-hmm. way more when I was younger than albums. Yeah, I definitely. I, and my little ass, I know my attention span when I stand on album. But I like, wish I, I did have albums because, like, like she said in the video, like it's so crazy when you're like, damn, I really wish I really wish I listened to the album because it has so many good songs. But yeah, you only heard there's the so songs many like, songs, on the songs, songs that were yeah. popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but yeah, bump anything, Jaden Smith. Shout out Enya and Drew. Shout out the whole. Emergency, uh, 
a podcast. I don't forget what it's called. And <laughs> boom. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, not watch. No, watch. You could watch Parasite too. It's on Netflix. But yeah, get the manga. Parasite, mm-hmm. Parasite is sick. You guys definitely you watched it. I know. Well. You haven't seen the manga? Par- you watched like some episodes with me though, right? Oh yeah! Oh, you're oh, the anime. anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, the, the movie is yeah, busted too. The, anime. the movie is fantastic, but definitely, um, I'm talking about Parasite the anime. Yeah, it's really that's good. gonna be good too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So, we'll see you guys in part two. Follow Peace. us on Instagram at Bad Boys Emotion. Bye. Bye. Bye.